You've got till 5pm today to get in the draw for this life-changing prize. John O'Ben and Sharon. Welcome to the show. John O'Ben and Sharon with you on a Friday. The last couple of hours to get in the draw for that yes. epic prize. We have 50k in around the world for you and two mates. Every call this afternoon, the next two hours are the final people in that draw. Can I just say something that was happening just before the show there, just off here? Sharon, we know and love you. Yeah, you would have listened to Sharon for many years on the radio. You'd know she's quite paranoid. We call I'm her, not as paranoid as Ben, but I am paranoid. Yeah, we call her Sharonoid. A bit of Sharonoid was creeping in there. Dan, our producer, walked in. She was like, what were you, Ryan, you and Ryan, the boss, talking about today? You were saying no. my name. I was sitting on the couch and the door was like open into Ryan's office and they just kept I just kept hearing Sharon, Sharon, Ben, Jono, Sharon, Sharon, Ben, Jono. And I was like, why are they talking about us? Yeah, right. talking about me. And I'm sitting right oh, here. No. Yeah, see, they're talking, talking about, about us. The fact about? that the door was closed, Sharon, means that you shouldn't really have been listening in <laughs> on well, what we were saying. Dan's door- finally making his play to roll you, babes. <laughs> yeah, you're rolling. <laughs> Roll all you want, bro. <laughs> Roll you over. Roll over you. What? Well, okay, the start of the show on a, we- uh, what a weird note. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Mm. Okay, so as mentioned before, only a couple of, uh, less than two hours to get your name in the drawer for uh, $50,000 and a trip for you and two friends around the world. Thanks, Flight Centre. Yeah. You're a bloody good bunch, aren't you? Cheers, those are for the flights. Monday morning is when uh, the winner is going to be announced. And so this is the last day. It's all five o'clock tonight, right? Basically, yes, till five o'clock tonight. So we're going to be giving you as many opportunities as possible as possible between now and five o'clock to get in that drawer. And and so it's like when you go to the pub and they're like, all right, last chance for the meat rebel. <laughs> Last time for everyone, I get a bit of a big revel. Uh, lovely uh, steak here, thanks to uh, Greg's Butchery, uh, Main Road Tower. There we go. The big revel, uh, beautiful steak sausages. Last chance, everybody, get your tickets down. Big revel in uh, half an hour. Man, you committed to that joke for a <laughs> long time. Good. Thank you. It was very good. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> still, still committing. Still in the pub. Still committing to the big revel joke. Well, what we want to do is we want to get your best travel stories this afternoon, and we decided that we wanted best travel stories to do with animals. Yeah. Like that one about your mate. Who's my mate? Oh, no, don't, don't. no, don't. Don't do this. She wants me to no. do a bloody Steve Irwin joke. No, we're not I'm not going to do that. We're not going to do it. Just throw me under the bus. That's no. a good joke. It's been long enough no, now. No, it's not. It's not been long enough. You're trying to get me no, fired. No, You're trying not. to get me fired. You're trying to get me fired, mate. <laughs> I'm still letting you We've talked before about Jono getting um, uh, d- run over by a bull. We don't need to go back there. No, no. It's happened before. But the sn- oh, actually, the snake in London. Oh, yeah, he got chugged out by a bloomin' What was it, a python or something? We, we met did- this lady in London who, who literally, the centre of London, yeah. busy hub, thousands of people. She turns up with two pythons in a backpack. <laughs> She's been travelling on the tube. On she, the train and, and with pythons. Because we'd organised it through, you know, through the internet. We found her and it was like, hey, can you bring some snakes along? You know, you've you got get snakes. anything through the internet. It's like, like a really weird situation. And she's like, yeah, I'll bring them down. And we're thinking they'd come down in some sort of, you know, like Case. cage or, or tank or something. And she just turned up with a backpack. Well, have you got the snakes? She's like, yeah. She like unzips <laughs> her backpack, tips them out, and it's like, oh, God. <laughs> anyway, they're on my neck. The thing started constricting on <gasps> my neck. I thought you were having a stroke. And the, the worst thing was we couldn't actually talk. We weren't meant to talk for the for the gag we were mm, doing. So yeah. I was like, is he just playing this up for camera or is he actually not, not breathing? Very scary. Very scary having yeah. a python constricting on you. Wow. Mm. Is that why you've got that funny eye thing? Oh, it like bursts of a vessel. <laughs> <laughs> Every show, you're body shaming me. My third nipple, my lazy oh, fat eye. Don't talk about that. We talk about third nipple Conjunct later on. Leave my body alone. It's my temple. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit bung. It needs a reno. But it's my temple, okay? <laughs> Temples and ruins. Five of the block. <laughs> failing building inspections. Okay. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. It is the last day. The final two hours were an hour 40 to get in the draw for 50k and around the world for you and two mates. Thanks to Flight Centre. It's an amazing prize. We give it away Monday morning. Yeah, Sharon's not here with us at the moment. She just had to rush off. She's feeling a bit ill. 
Yeah. 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 I think that happens when you're pregnant, isn't I it? Think you feel yeah, it does. But I thought it was morning sickness, not bloody afternoon well, can sickness. Can happen at any time. That's fine. Okay. If you're listening to us in the loo, Sharon. Um, take your time. Take, take your time. time. No rush, mate. No, here she comes here. No. How was it, Shares? Did you have to vomit? Yeah, it was good. Did you have to? Yeah. You all right? Do you want to? Yeah. You can go. You have a drink of water. No, I'm good. You all right? You're right. Like, you're a trooper, aren't you? Look at it. Have a spew. Get back in there. I, I do I'm it every day because I'm drunk. Like you have to heck it, stand I've got around. now where I can do it and not have it touch my teeth. Oh, good on you. <laughs> good on you. There you go. There's, uh, <laughs> I'm good. Oh, good. I'm Just glad don't come right. too near my face. We'll cancel the 4 o'clock uh, group kiss uh, that we had planned. A <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Friday 4 o'clock group kiss. Good plan. <laughs> oh, shivers, we're on here. Yeah, we're yeah, on here. Of course we're on here. I think you guys have been doing something. <laughs> no, no, we're actually on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I had given you so much of for now. No, it's, it's good you can do it without touching to you. telling us the details. And that's what I like about Sharon Casey. She's an open book. She shares with you, the listener, everything that's going on. Well, now right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are, we are giving away 50 grand and a trip for three around the world. Thanks to Flight Centre. And we want your worldly stories of animals. Erin, come on in here. Welcome to John O'Ben and Spewy Sharon. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Tell her to go home if she's not feeling well. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. What happened, what happened to you with an well, animal overseas? I was um, on holiday with my boyfriend at the time and we were kind of not getting along at, the, at that moment and we were at the beach and I was just laying on the sand in the sun and I thought he was just throwing like little bits of wet um, sand at me and by the third time I got really annoyed and sat up and realised he didn't actually throw wet sand at me, it was actually seagulls shitting on me. Oh, oh. yeah! That's meant to be good luck, isn't it? Disgusting. I don't know. Birds crapping on you? That sounds like someone's defence when it first happened. Yeah. Hey, no, it's good luck, Dick. (laughs) Stop making fun of me. Still still, still looks gross. When anything anything craps on you, luck is not on your side. No, definitely not. Hey, Zoe, what was your animal story whilst on holiday? Hey, um, so me and two other friends, we actually went over to Tonga in like March and I did not realise that Tonga just lets their animals loose and I had no idea that the two girls I was with were terrified of chickens. (laughs) So what happened was wherever we went, I had to shoo them away, but we ended up in a restaurant and they were like allowed to come in and the girls were like yelling to the um, waiter to come over and say like, I can't be here, like these these chickens are attacking me. And so I had to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry and shooing them away. And I literally had to get up like every minute to just push these chickens out the door. Oh, there's chickens come and dine with you over there. That'd be a bit awkward if they walked into KFC when you're there, wouldn't it? So I don't know if you guys should be in here. Make yeah. a run for it, guys. Make oh, a run right. for it. I always wonder that if you, like, feed a piece of chicken to a chicken, would it eat the chicken? Oh, they would love it. They would oh, love it. Just it's the tastiest itself. thing in the world. It happened to me in Rarotonga. I was eating a chicken burger at a place outside, and then a chicken walked past. It's pork past, and it was kind of like... I was like, give me a bit of my cousin. <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit of a weird thing to go, hey, okay, before and after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's take one more on this. Uh, your animal stories from overseas. Uh, all of you guys going in the draw for 50k and a trip for three around the world. Who's this? This is Tanya. Tanya, great to have you on. What happened to you, buddy? Okay, so I was in uh, Nigeria and travelling on a, on a great big old overland truck. And we were trying to buy a sheep to cook for Christmas dinner. But sheep are not really that easy to come by. Um, and we spotted a few raggedy-looking sheep in this in this guy's field, and um, managed to get talking to a farmer to try and negotiate buying one of his sheep. And we thought everything was going really well, and um, chatting to him, <coughs> excuse me. And one of the guys 
um, from the from the truck started having a look around all the group of huts and things, and he was just wandering around while we were talking. And accidentally, and he didn't realise that he was up going to upset somebody, saw this guy's wife and daughters. Right. That's all. Yeah. Like, they were fully clothed and all that sort of stuff, but it upset him massively. So all of a sudden, our nice, calm negotiations to buy a sheep right. have just erupted and he races off into a hut right next to him and we're standing there sort of wondering what's gone wrong and comes out with a bow and arrow. Oh, jeez. So he's chasing you with a crossbow? Yes, he chases us off his property with a bow and arrow. At which stage we sort of find out that a 10-ton ex-army truck really isn't a good getaway vehicle. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, that's a hell of an animal story. 30 people lying on the floor of this truck with arrows being shot over the top oh of Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Far out, Tanya. Oh, well, thank you for sharing the story. You are in the draw for 50K and around the world for you and two mates. You can go back and visit your mate in Nigeria. There you go. <laughs> no, yeah, what a plan. Tanya, Tanya. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Sharon uh, had to shoot off. She's feeling a bit crook. That's okay. We love you, Sharon. Mm. Kia kaha, darling. Yeah, oh, God. A, what, what do you mean? <laughs> Well, don't say, don't say, darling. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. So she's feeling, she's feeling sick. She's pregnant, and you get that. So uh, hopefully you feel better, shares, and we'll see you next week. Uh, producer Dan's coming in the studio. Yeah, uh, better bits of the week, Dan. Yeah. Hey, what do you reckon, mate? Certainly not that Ed Sheeran song. Hey, oh boy, oh boy! Leave I, off it. I think he's pitching to do the Lion King soundtrack. That's my because well, they're making a real they're the, yeah. the CGI one. Yeah. So watch out for Ed Sheeran. Elton John did it last time. He's the 2017 Elton John. I've always said that. Move on. Best bits of the week. We start this week with the show's tight ass Ben Boyce, who admitted to taking his own popcorn to the movies. Go in the movie. I brought my own pop- popcorn in the weekend. My wife was not happy. Oh, you shared it. Bought your own popcorn from home. I was like, oh, what? You <laughs> and she made me buy. What? She made me buy popcorn because she's like, so I'm not. Cheap. I'm not. I'm not eating that. You were gonna pack your own popcorn. I was popcorn. like, this expensive popcorn, and I've got some good like kettle corn stuff. But she was like, no. So as a bit of a gag, a popcorn company sent Ben Boyce some popcorn the following day, except they actually. Accidentally sent it to ZM and Jason PJ from ZM got their hands on it. So we sent Ben to try go get it. If you're going to plug stuff on the air, make it better than popcorn in the hope they send you. Like, I'd be plugging cars, I'd be plugging, you know what I mean? Hey, do you know what he did the other day, Jace? He went to the movies. The guy is so tight. He went to the movies and he took his own popcorn. Are you, do you take your own popcorn to the movies? What are they paying you over there? Dude? Yeah, not much, mate. Not much, quite clearly. I mean, look at the state of him. He looks like he should be in Rwanda. That's what mum and dad used to make us do when we were young. He's a grown man with kids. On Tuesday, Sharon claimed that a goldfish was not a real pet, and that got some listeners really riled up. You guys are filth. You belong in jail. What are we Belong in jail. I'd like to say I'm pro pet. What? Goldfish are pet. Someone is taking the piss right now. What is she a monster? Is she a monster? You're a monster. (laughs) After we'd calmed that listener down, we got talking about things you've seen on the dark web, and this guy phoned up. There was a live feed of um, just this person sitting in this red chair. And um, there's this comment section right below that where you can type on whatever you want to see, and they'll do it. Hey, eh? like if you want to take their eye, if you want to pay them to take their eyeball out 
you pay them like thirty dollars and they'll rip their eyeball out right there and right then. They're coming quite low for pricing. <laughs> if you're ripping your eye, at least start at 100. Yeah. At least a hundy. And finally this week, we got talking about the weirdest presents you've ever received. Okay, so my boyfriend at the time decided to give me a big uh, sex toy. It was oh, a... Um, <laughs> it was for my birthday. Um, I was definitely not interested in this. What's the best way to present one of those? Do you wrap it? <laughs> Do you put a bow on it? <laughs> What was the best option? I don't know. Um, no, he just like gave him like one of those gift bag things. Oh. It wasn't wrapped at all. I just felt kind of awkward. No, no, but he's just got a bag, biffed it in there, and gone. Here you go. What did you do? Did you get a refund on it? Do you exchange no, it? No, I actually just threw it into the rubbish. Well done, producer Dan. Better bits of the week then. No worries. It was was a pleasure doing it all. It <laughs> we'll do it pleasure. all again next week. Well, how come you sound so broken? Because <laughs> it wasn't a pleasure. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Hero comes along. Kiwi heroes. There's a segment we like to do where we call a number at random and we give that person a chance to become a Kiwi hero if they phone back. Yeah, so we have a... Uh, a suspicious sounding conversation that this person eavesdrops on and uh, we then end the conversation with a phone number that they can call if they choose to help someone out of a sticky situation. So we've got producer Dan in here today. Dan, we're going to call your mum, Julie. Okay. Will Julie become a Kiwi she hero? Is, she is a Kiwi hero. She'll she'll definitely ring back. Okay. She's loving. Do you so, know what she did? She pushed you out, mate. She is a hero. <laughs> yeah, All sure. mothers are heroes. Between All mothers are heroes. Don't yeah. say anything. Ben, were you saying mothers weren't heroes? No, I didn't know. I wasn't, no. Mothers. I just didn't think we needed to talk about... Anyway, it's about a childbirth. <laughs> well, yeah. what were you? Yeah. Were you uh, natural or out the? Uh, okay. You know what? I can't, I wouldn't come out, so they had to put some big pleat tweezers up there. Okay, all right. Well, I think we what? start. We've well, talked quite. I've gone too far there. Yeah, okay, <laughs> all right. Come back, Shaz. I miss you. Um, big tweezers. I had a cone head for six weeks after it because it moulded my head. Okay, explains a lot. Uh, <laughs> now, what we're going to do is call Dan's mum and Jono and I will have a suspicious conversation about uh, maybe we've stolen Dan's lunch okay. from the work fridge. We've yep. been doing it for a while. Will Julie phone her son and tell him what we've been doing? Hello, so, yeah, I just went into his work at uh, the work fridge and his, his Dan's lunch was in there again. His Dan's lunch was there? Yeah, it's just like sitting in the work fridge, so I thought I'd steal it. I know we've been stealing his lunch every day this week, but I was like, oh, it's there again. The dumb schmuck just keeps putting it back in there. Hello? Well, they say they say there's no such thing as a free lunch, but when we keep stealing Dan's one, there's free lunch every day. Oh, I know. So I just from the like, fridge. Do you want to meet up with me and we'll eat his lunch? Yeah, we should eat Dan's lunch. Okay, we'll do that. Because uh, I know he's been getting quite angry every day this week that someone keeps eating his lunch, so hopefully he doesn't know it's us. No. Jeez, I hope no one tells him to. Yeah. Because if anyone heard this conversation and told Dan that we've been eating his lunch... Mm. From the work fridge. Jeez, he wouldn't be happy about that. <laughs> he wouldn't be happy. No. I tell you what, they, would, they wouldn't want... I've just opened his lunch up here. Oh, it's looking good. Oh, he's got a lovely quiche. Yes. A lovely quiche. Biscuits, a couple of sandwiches. Salmon quiche. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I tell you what, if anyone were to tell Dan that we've... Hello? If anyone were to tell Dan we've been eating his lunch, they they better not call... If they were to tell him, do you know how they would tell him? Well, uh, they'd probably have his phone number, wouldn't they? Yeah. What's that again? (laughs) Well, yeah, well, let's go with this one because it works through the work system. Um, 09... Jeez, I hope no one tells him. I hope no one would call Dan. Okay. Tell, hey. him, tell him that Jono and Ben have been eating his lunch. See you, mate. Okay, bye, buddy. Good combo, Jono. We'll talk. I'll phone I'll you. Come eat the lunch. Okay, let's go <laughs> and eat the lunch. Bye. <laughs> 7 2 
Was that number? Oh, you don't need that number, Jono. Why am I saying that again? Okay, Here we go. Okay, okay. Ah, but just hang on for Dan's mum. We got it. Shit, will Dan's mum call back and say we've been eating his, his lunch? <laughs> Shit, I think she knows something's up, guys. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. The phone has been calling? ringing. We, we haven't answered it yet. The phone has been ringing. Dan, you're going to answer the phone, okay? Uh, your mum's calling through. Hello, Hello Dan, Dan speaking. speaking. Yeah, hi, Dan. Uh, Mum. Oh, hello. Um, did you just sort of call me or something? No. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm at work. Uh, I can give oh, you a call back later if you want, or is it urgent? <clears throat> oh, no, it's just that I sort of, I don't know whether I got a cross call or something, but you've been having trouble with your lunches lately? Yeah, I got um. Oh, that's funny because I had I did have lunch. I brought lunch in for right. a week's worth of lunch, and it's all just day by day been disappearing. Is that why? Do you know something? Well, yeah, I just overheard a conversation. I don't know. Don't ask me how, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, well, someone... From who? From who? Well, I think it was John and Ben actually. John and Ben, my workmates and friends. Yes. Yes. And they've been eating, they've been the taking your lunch. The two guys. She's a Kiwi hero. She's got that with me. Julie with me. She's a Kiwi hero or a Kiwi narc. I can't decide <laughs> which of the two. Julie, we put you under. We put you to the test, and you st- you stepped up. Oh, didn't she? <laughs> I've got to look out for him, don't I? <laughs> At least you, you just burst him, and we understood it was quite a difficult burst, too. <laughs> he had to come out with some big tweezers or something, didn't he? <laughs> he had quite a cone head for a while. We heard about Is it. Is that right? Way too much information. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> <That's> what... <laughs> <laughs> we were just having that conversation minutes ago, Julie. Well, listen, you are a Kiwi hero. Well done, uh, Julie. Julie Webby. Dan's mum. That's uh, amazing. <laughs> Johnny, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Um, so, Dan. We're just having a conversation uh, off here. I'd yeah. like to bring it up. About sayings, really, wasn't yeah. it? You were like, someone mentioned an idea and Dan was like, oh, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And everybody went, oh, and stopped, didn't they? Yeah, looked well, at me. Well, when you look at it, when you think about that saying, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, who did? Well, they had a bloody that, shocker, didn't yeah, they? I don't yeah. think. Hopefully <laughs> no one ever did, because that's ho- ho- horrendous. I think there's a story behind it, and I'll tell you, it, it comes... It, Harps back all the way to the old, old, olden days when you used to come home and you'd reuse the bath water from the previous day. So the dad had come home and he'd be all dirty, mucky because he'd been working out in the mines yeah, back right. like in the old days. It was cold. Yeah, yeah, so he would get in there first. It'd get all murky. Then the mum would go. She'd been cooking all day. So she'd get in there and go, she's, she's washed up in the same water. Mm. And then by the time the baby had got in, the youngest... It was getting underwater, and they couldn't see because of all the muck from the coal and the, and the cooking. Oh, so the baby's just bathing in filth, filth, is what you're saying. And then they go, and then he goes. So the baby's bathing itself. Where there's a question in that, in question but I won't delve. I won't delve into that, Dan. Mm. So that's your theory. Yeah. My my question is, how strong was the person who threw the baby out with the bathwater? Mm. Because they had to pick up a whole bath that's to heavy. tip that bath out. That I mean, d- d- well, you don't. You think of the strongest no. person. You think of the rock. He couldn't even lift up a bath with a baby. I don't know if you... A full bath. Anyway, we're talking about the squat. That's gallons of water. And you've also got the the sloshiness of all the water in the bath. You'd have to be pretty, you know, smooth with the lifting, wouldn't you, as well? We learnt last year, didn't we, that the, the saying, balls to the wall. Because mm. people go, we're going balls to the wall. And, and I thought it was always putting your genitals on the wall. <laughs> no. Yeah, we thought that you are going so fast, you are going full on that your genitals your balls were... Are t- your balls are actually... T- 
like, yeah. velocity is dragging yeah. them behind you that they're stuck to a wall. <laughs> stuck to a wall. Yeah. You're running so fast. Apparently, it's from um, planes. World War Two. Yeah, where mm. the um, with the like the, the throttle to go faster was had a, like a ball on top of it. Yeah, so it's like the gear knob of a plane is called a and, ball. And when you put the ball to the wall of the plane, yeah. you the fast. plane was going faster. Underwater, they go balls to the wall. That's right. Like and, that. Okay, and while we're on the topic, the Chinese. Don't. Why are the Chinese so good at whispering? Oh, okay, the Chinese whispers. Okay. Right, I thought you were going to be a new stock zoo bee caller there <laughs> no, for a second. The there, <laughs> while we're on the I topic, never, ladies. I can whisper as good as a Chinese guy. Mm. I'm a good whisperer. Yeah. Why are the Chinese getting all the credit for whispering mm. and burning too? Chinese burns? Chinese burns. Okay. Jeez. All right. Anyway, they're that's... getting credit for a lot of stuff. Those Chinese. Well, good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> what about Indians as well? They've been doing a lot of giving. <laughs> They have been, they have been. Hey, but I've, I've given presents before. Yeah. Why can't I? I don't, I don't know why in 2017 the are, if these things are appropriate to say or not. Why are the Indians so generous? Why don't, <laughs> we all give, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> oh, guys. Yeah. Mexican waves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mexican Mexican we all wave, yeah. too. Hey. Not just the Mexicans. Why have they been given that? Why are they, extra, why are they number one it seed waivers? There must be origin stories coming from these. Yeah, eh? They're probably very dark <laughs> origin yeah, stories, yeah, I imagine. Sure. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. This week, we've been doing musical Mission Impossibles. Each one of us have had 24 hours to nail something musical related. It started on Monday. Jono, you had Jason Derulo's trumpets to learn. Yeah, the drums, they swing low. Good luck. And the trumpets, they go. After that uh, performance, I've been booked for uh, next Anzac Day, doing the dawn <laughs> oh, service. Just, no, <laughs> no. They phone me up. No. The diggers phone me up, mate. And then we had Sharon, um, who made a mockery of yodeling. She had 24 hours to learn a yodel. He taught me to yodel. Yodel, yodel, yodel. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say? Yodel, shut up. <laughs> he taught me to yodel. Yodel, 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 yodel. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was yeah, a shambles. That was a shambles. That's why she's not here today. She couldn't <laughs> face the shame of coming into work today. And then yesterday, Dan, our producer, had to learn uh, the Game of Thrones theme on violin. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> My favourite part of the theme song is when they talk in the middle of it. Go, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then they go, right, that's the first bit. <laughs> so yesterday, Ben, your challenge was laid down. The movie Mean Girls. There's a rap scene on Mean Girls. Kevin G, this yeah. is it. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, you. MCs ain't got nothing on me. From my grades to my lines, you can't touch Kevin G. I'm a mathlete, so nerd isn't bird. But forget what you heard. I'm like James Bond the third. Shush, shake and not stirred. I'm Kevin the poor. The G is silent when I sneak in your door. I make love to your woman on the bathroom floor. I don't play like Shaggy. You'll know it was me. Because the next time you see her, she'll be like, oh, Kevin G. Thank you, Kevin. That's enough. That's a lot of words to remember. Oh, no. You had 24 hours oh. to remember the famous Kevin G rap from Mean Girls. Ben Boyce. Oh. It's John Ben and Sharon. Palms are sweetie. I'm actually quite nervous about this. So sometimes I can get it, and other times I can't. So I, it kind of falls out of my brain quite fast. Okay, it's palms are sweetie. He's got vomit oh. on his sweater. Mum's yeah. spaghetti. Is that your mum's spaghetti on there? <laughs> yeah, that's lovely. Mum makes spaghetti for you last night. Okay, Ben Boyce with the Kevin G rap. Yep. He had 24 hours okay. to learn this. Can he do it? Yo, yo, yo. Oh, you sucker MCs. You got nothing on me from my grades to my lines. You can't touch Kevin G. I'm a mathlete. So nerd is inferred. 
I so forget what you heard. I'm like James Bond the third. Shaken, not stirred. I'm Kevin the poor. The G is silent when I walk in your door. Making love to your woman on your bathroom floor. I don't play it like Shaggy. You know it was me. Because next time you see your girl, she'll be like, oh, oh, Kevin G. Oh! That wasn't too bad. He should have. That was, too, that was in the ballpark. I tell you what, whoever said white guys can't rap. They uh, were right. They were dead right. <laughs> they were dead right. Looking at that face and your arm actions was... I was, trying, was, I was trying to remember that. Well done. All right. Benanim. Oh, Benanim. It wasn't good. Benanim. There's a good pun there somewhere. <laughs> if I could just say it. White guys in rapping, eh? Put that on the internet. Oh, don't put it on put the internet. That, no, that on America, the, don't put that on the slick internet. Slick Rick, our web man, so here he's going to put that there, on the internet. There's, there's too much on the internet. There's too much crap on the internet already. The internet needs a spring clean. Don't put more stuff on that'll, there. That'll get the, the edge.co.nz. <laughs> like I'm putting it on. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That'll get this. There's oh, a lot of embarrassing I'm sweaty. stuff. I'm sweaty. My palms are sweaty. My forehead's sweaty as well. <laughs> <laughs> I need to sit down, guys. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Before the show, we actually spoke to a friend of ours, Angela Dravid, and we want your calls on 0800 The Edge of uh, the strangest thing a date or someone you've dated has requested of you. Bizarre thing, you can text 23343, but we uh, we caught up with our colleague Angela Dravid before the program. Yeah, 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 yeah. How are you guys? Oh, very good, Ange. It's always good to have you, and you have such an interesting life. You really do. Uh, your, latest, uh, your latest Tinder escapade, you've gone on a date with a guy. Yes. So this guy's in an open marriage. Oh, Spicy. Yeah, so he um, met his their high school sweethearts. Squee- sweethearts. Yeah. <laughs> high school sweethearts. Squee- 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 <laughs> Just little chipmunks on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they met when they were um, teenagers, then they got married when they were 21. Wow. And, uh, you know, they've been married for eight years now. Um, and their parents, their family got really close, and his father died from tuberculosis Aww. and her mother died from cancer so the remaining parents married each other oh okay our first date yeah and uh, he was telling me this so when he told me that story i was like never tell that on a first date <laughs> yeah it's a great it's a, a great point it's a terrible first date story yeah that uh, yeah. not only am i in an open relationship but i'm married to my stepsister yeah <laughs> but i was like also i'm kind of into you for that so <laughs> <laughs> and so what happened? What did uh, he say? Have you met the wife? No, I'm going to meet her, though. What? He wants you to meet his wife? Well, I suggested that we all meet together. Why did you do that? Well, because they, they came to my comedy festival show. It could be a fan thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> like a meet and greet sort of a situation. Yeah. I just think if you're in an open relationship, unless it's going to get into some three-way action, then you just shouldn't even... The, the two ladies or the two guys, whoever, they just shouldn't even meet. Does he want you to meet his wife? Yeah. And does the wife want to meet you? Yeah. What's and that going to be like? Well, I don't know. What do you expect that meeting to end in? Are you guys going to, like, compare notes and, like, what he's like and stuff? Well, I said, are you guys creative? Like, do you like drawing or... And they're like, no. We're pretty much, you know, you're a bog-standard couple. Drawing? What are you thinking? Well, like I was just thinking we could, like, do some sketching oh, okay. or something. <laughs> Dude, it just sounds like they are courting for a group thing. <laughs> yeah. The last time I did a group thing, I just brought... Cushions. Yes. <laughs> like, do we need more cushions? Uh, I'll give some more cushions. <laughs> Why? Because you figure there's only going to be two pillows on the bed. Well, I just got concerned with everyone's comfort, so I was like, should yeah. I get more cushions? Well, yeah. that's, that's a, a situation a where you want everyone to be hydrated. <laughs> yeah. You want sustenance, yeah. and you want you want comfort. Yeah. So yeah. cushions seems yeah. like we always had that discussion of like, who's the first one? Who's the first one out of an orgy? What does what does he do? 
Does yeah. he go and get some food? Order pizza? That would be a good idea, I think, ordering pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, hey, well, you guys keep at it. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of the game. I'm on the bench. <laughs> but is anyone hungry? Put your hands up if you'd like a drink. Who wants some Doritos? <laughs> Shall I go down to the petrol station and get some Doritos? So, Angie, are you going to meet her or not? Yeah. You want to meet her? Yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure what that's going to do. He was a little weird. What if you look exactly the same or what if you look completely different? Like, there are so many questions. I mean, we're, I'm just assuming we're going to sit down and talk. You know, I'd like to know how the meeting goes. Give us a call with next week. With the wife. Yeah, with the right. wife. With the, per- the person we've been talking about for the okay. last... <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know how the meeting goes. Yeah, I guess I will, because um, I'll see you. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out at some stage. Okay. Yeah. I'll follow up this conversation. It's been interesting. <laughs> Good on you, mate. That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.